You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Hello, people. Welcome back to Do What You Want Radio. I am on site today um, at Sosis Boutique here in Port Allen, Louisiana, with the owners, Chelsea and Annie Claire. So, hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> um, so, I guess y'all can both just talk over each other or one-on-one or whatever you want to do, but so you're sisters. Yep. And so I want to hear the whole story of how you opened up a boutique together and do y'all kill each other working with each other. (laughs) So, well, we opened in 2014, and um, Annie graduated from LSU um, in fashion merchandising, and I did in PR. And so um, Annie has always wanted to open a women's boutique, brick-and-mortar store, Mm -hmm. Um, and we wrote a business plan and yeah I guess I've always kind of um loved the merchandising aspect of um a boutique and like really like styling and you know putting things together putting outfits together but also like the store aspect of it mm-hmm. if that makes any kind of sense so I've always kind of had that dream in the back of my mind um and timing at one point I thought maybe hey I'll do it I had written a business plan and everything but timing just wasn't right at that time, um, and it's like you know what I just need to take back seat on that, and maybe later. Yeah. And then um, a few years later, yeah, we, we, I was I had I was working for an advertising agency at the time. We were building a lot of websites, and I was like, sis, we should totally do this together. Um, and I could handle like building our website, and maybe we start off online and do online only and um, I could do marketing build our website social media and then you could do all of our buying merchandising all that good stuff uh, set up different events we had a lot of pop-up shops at the very beginning at a lot of different local businesses um, like Brouhaha Blend all the different places Mm -hmm. we popped up I mean we Um, we hustled right at the beginning because I mean when you're starting out especially online like nobody knows who you are Mm -hmm. Um, and to, to build that kind of reputation or whatever following we had to do we had to pop up people needed to find us they needed to know who we were so it was a lot of pop-up shops and we still do a lot of pop-up shops Mm -hmm. now so Um, we launched in October 2014 our site um while we both still were like working full-time at different jobs um and uh we went two years doing like pop-up shops online only um a lot of like junior league markets different Mm -hmm. things like that and then um this shopping center here in Port Allen um we started to be built Annie lives here yeah I live in Port Allen so my husband is from here um he went to school at Port Allen High and everything so um he's kind of rooted here Mm -hmm. um but uh it's kind of hard to take him out you know (laughs) but anyway um so my kids dance right across the street from here and I was leaving dance one day and I just saw you know I saw the building and I saw a big like for uh, lease sign or something. Yeah, yeah. And so I was and she like, texted me a picture I, I, and I, I said, said, "Should we call?" And I, said, I was should like, we call? "Why not? Like, <laughs> let's just call. Let's see what they have." Like I don't know. We don't. You know what's what's gonna hurt us? You know. So anyway, so I called the realtor and got some information, and they were like, "We want you." Well, and we just kind of we took it at that time. We knew we wanted a storefront eventually. We just didn't know exactly like what our timeline how, was. You know. Yeah. Um. So we. We just kind of, I, the way I approached it to not make myself get really nervous because I'm a little conservative and very nervous. <laughs> um, I was We're just kind like of the opposite. Yeah, that. hey, that's probably <laughs> why it works. Take yeah. her, and she's not as much. But. <laughs> but anyway, I was just like, it's just one step at a time. Like, just like take the next step. Go meet with the realtor. Like, what can that hurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, explore your options. 
finish the business plan for a storefront because at the time we did online only you know so we edited our business plan meet with the bank like we just kind of kept on taking the next step and it was like there's no commitment yet we just have to find out if this is a real option for us and just one step after another yeah. and our um our landlords um our uh a attorney here in town, Tony Clayton, who owns this building and owns CC's Coffee right yeah. next door, uh -huh. have just been super gracious and generous with us as like a first time business owners here. Well, I guess with the storefront. So they've been really supportive of us. So we opened the store um, the day before Thanksgiving in 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, we had our best, it was amazing. It was a really good day. And that day still is just a good day shopping wise. People, Most people are getting off of work. Mm -hmm. They're buying something to wear for Thanksgiving. And then it's, then you're hit with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that good stuff. So um, small business Saturday so we had a, um, a good opening like holiday season and um, I mean we did everything to get open that day before the holiday, <laughs> before the holiday. Yeah. and like that whole process was a huge learning curve right for us like getting in here and getting permits and getting contractors to build out and at the time it was the flood yeah. So oh, yeah, 2016. Had, mm -hmm. The flood had just happened. And so every contractor that we tried to, like, work was with. Was busy. <laughs> I mean, and you, you getting can't people them. home. Yeah. And here we are, like, get, our, like, you know, get our store open. It, it kind of sounds. put things into perspective, for sure. But I also thought it was a big life lesson, too, of, like, two women working with predominantly males. Man's like world. in Like, you know, um, so um, communicating was a challenge, too. Yeah. You know, we just had to kind of overcome a lot of barriers and a lot of, you know, maybe they were, you know, assuming things about us that maybe we weren't aware of, but we were. We did our research, and every time, you know, we talked to the contractor, we made sure we called people that knew and educated us on, okay, what is – a what it what does it take to put these outlets in freestanding walls that don't have outlets? You know, different things like yeah. that that we had to kind of figure it out as we go. So I, I, it was a very frustrating experience, but at the same time, and when taking a step back, you learned like so much about yourself and what you're able to figure out on the fly. To your point of this podcast, too, you know, as <laughs> I literally figured as I go, like there's this incessant humming noise. I don't know what it is, but this is the first time I've had it, so we're working on that. And so that's just an example of like yeah. you don't know until you're just doing it. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you're listening, I hope it's not bothering you. Um, <laughs> we'll figure that out in post. But anyways, but no, that's totally the whole spirit of do what you want is just like instead of waiting around and telling mm -hmm. for someone to tell you like when you should do it. Or when you're qualified enough to say that you are this or that you do this, just no one's ever, no one knows what they're doing. So we all yeah. just need to kind of take we the lead. We say that take all the time. And things. Annie, Annie, <laughs> even when we launched the um, website, wasn't Gracie just born? We launched. She was a year. A year old. Yes. Yeah. So Annie. Annie yeah, has two old. little girls. Um, so that kept on being too like, well, not yet. Oh, because well, yeah. not yet. Push it over. You know, yeah. let's wait until they get into school, or not yet. You know, and it was just like, well, if not now, when? Like, yeah. we, if we want to do this, like, yeah. let's try it. Let's I mean, do we it. would have six a.m. meetings at my house because my I had two little girls, so she would come, and to I my would house. come before going to work at eight. Yeah, so in, we would meet yeah. in the morning <laughs> so at six a.m. <laughs> at my house in Port Allen while my kids were still asleep. And, like, talk about, you know, okay, what do we have this week? Are we doing any pop-up shops, any kind of marketing, like, social media and all of that? You right. know, we're building it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so it's just, it's funny to look back on that and, like, know that, oh, my gosh, 6 in the morning? And Crazy. we started, when we were online, our 
warehouse was my guest bedroom. Oh, it sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have like a, a tub full of inventory. Yeah, no, it was it. like we had shelves given to us from yeah. like Catholic high school because yeah. Brad is the baseball coach there, Annie's husband. Oh, and yeah. so we were like makeshifting. I mean, yeah. we would get models to come, models, LSU students, you know, yeah. to come. And we set up this like backdrop and we got a light kit. You make to, like, it work. No, I was going to say, I like y'all's newsletter. The photos you put in there are really Thank good you. quality. Like, I don't oh, know thanks. how all that's working, but I love the newsletter. I Thank think it you. looks so good. And I know that's like now and when you started, it may have been different. I don't know. But yeah. Y'all have always looked very professional. Gotten a lot Thank better. you. Yeah, You're we've welcome. got, we've learned a lot and we learned the quality. Uh, the power of really beautiful photography. Um, someone you just in- interviewed, Taylor Hunter, yes. takes a lot of oh, our photos. I love her. I know. Um, we do too. And we Taylor's from our hometown, Marksville. Oh, okay. And so we have that connection. And she started shooting for us when she just graduated from college. And I think she was just getting her feet wet with photography. And um, um, she just had an she act. Just had, She's uh-huh. so good. But and that's I, a great example too of like, it's when you're working with other creatives it's like cross promotion and like when you're all new it's like the best way to do it it's like you don't I don't know what I'm gonna get out of this because you don't know what you're gonna get out of this so let's just team up and figure it out yeah. because it's all new to everybody yeah, yeah. absolutely sure. and, the, and and at that point everyone's open to everyone's yeah. ideas and it's like yeah let's try it yeah let's just try it well, the store is beautiful. It's the first thing I said. So if you're listening and you're not from the Baton Rouge area, Port Allen is just over the river, so it's not far. It's just there's a bridge. You have to go over. Um, but I never come on this side of the river except for I was telling them to go to the Waffle House because it's a nicer Waffle House. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Waffle House after this. I'm I trying am. to figure out how we can uh, go Can we go? <laughs> yeah, you really can. You really can. I have another interview at my house at 11, but in between, that's why I schedule some yeah. fast time because I have to eat. Um, waffles are important. But no, anyways, it's a really, really, really nice store and y'all have a lot of fun stuff in it. Wait, are those your earrings, Annie Claire? <gasps> okay. Yes, yeah, so that's so, a whole nother aspect. <laughs> okay, so this is the fun part about doing stuff on location is that I'm very sidetracked because there's good stuff in here. Um but no, so explain making the jump from going from an online business to having the store. I know you said that you just kind of took a chance to call the realtor, but I'm sure the overhead is much different than yeah. doing stuff online. Mm-hmm. When did you know it was kind of the time? Like, was it by sale, like volume of sales, or like everyone just knew who you were at this point, or what was your? I think reasoning? that we both were in agreement that like a storefront was the next step mm-hmm. um, because I, I our, we knew all of our sales were coming from pop up shops in, in person, person. people yeah. trying on and people having that one on one experience with us. And remember, it's us; it's we're sisters, so we're. We're the ones behind the, I guess, brand, you can say. And um, so we knew that the store was going to be the next step. Um, and when this, I felt like a sign. When I saw the realtor sign, mm-hmm. it was like, sister, I think. It was an actual sign. It yeah. was an actual sign. <laughs> but like, sis, I think this, maybe, let's see what happens. And then one thing led to another. And the landlord, I mean, we negotiated a lot. Our lease. Terrible at that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, well, it ha- she did a really <laughs> well, good job at, she did her, I mean, I, I, I have to give you credit on that. Like she read through that lease and was like, had all these like notes and everything in, in our last meeting with the landlord to like finalize the lease agreement. I mean, she had questions for him. She was grilling him and he well, was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. He didn't know what he was doing either. This is his first shopping center. Yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, he wanted, they wanted us here because he wanted it wanted everything to complement each other. It makes sense. There's a nail salon. Had, there's mm-hmm. a coffee shop. There's mm-hmm. a boutique. It's all beautiful brick. There's pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he already had Rotolos in the works, and he knew he was owning CC's. 
he wanted some sort of a boutique and uh, the nail shop came a little bit later but that kind of goes with it there is still one empty suite by the way we're going to plug that if you yeah. were interested yeah. anybody need a like a physical yeah. location it's a really nice suite yeah um but anyway so it well and I approached it again like like I said with taking the next step it's like sis we have nothing to lose only thing something to gain like if this shopping center doesn't work out we can look for another location you know so I was like why not ask mm-hmm. for what we truly need in order what for this can, to make like, sense afford. you know because when you when you do a business uh proposal business plan and actually, we worked with um, Southern University. The, the small business, no, uh, small. It was, it, it's, it, I don't know the exact name of it, but it's a, um, a resource that's free um, for anyone wanting to start a small business. And they will, um, we'll have to put it in your show notes. Yeah, um, that'd be we'll really email, good. I might need up. to no, yeah, contact it is, them. It was like they provided a lot of statistics to help with our business plan as far as median income for the community. Like, could it support this and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, um, it was really helpful. Um, yeah. For us. And then there was a there's a section in the business plan that is like uh, there. She she gave us this Excel spreadsheet that had all of these calculations, and literally you just plug in for your break even analysis. for your break even analysis. And and I mean it's eye opening really to see. Okay, look, we've got to make this much a yeah. month. Yeah. To cover rent and employees and inventory, which is a beast. So, yeah. like, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a lot. And when you wrap your brain, when you really see the numbers, it's scary. And it's like, can we really do this? Can we really, honestly? A lot of times I question it, second guess it all the time. Well, but I think that's any business owner. Yeah. Yes. And there's different months that are better and seasons that are better yes. than and for exactly. every profession. And yes. I always talk about like I'm like a farmer. Like my photography is reliant on like the weather. And if it's like hot in July, nobody wants to pay me for photos. I don't want to go out and take photos. Like we both are on in agreement yeah. for that. But then it's like that I have to know that I have to do a lot in the spring or the fall to make up for that because I'll just be sitting on the couch all summer. Um, or that's where like my online workshops come in mm-hmm. or something to fluff it. It up because there's seasons and I, I can only assume it's the same in like retail with yeah, like right. you know, holidays and in retail they say the J months so January June and July are just that's kind of the same with me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so we try to take vacations at that time and like, yeah yeah you know it's it's because our first year in business those months were like we were it was sad we were just like what do we do you know like how do we get people in here and it's it's not that people don't want to come in it's they're on vacation. They're not here. Yeah. Like, you know, and um, and they're just not shopping. Yeah. So so we've really honed in, too, on, like, our key products that we want to stand, um, that set us apart. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, there's a lot of different boutiques and all Lots have, of all have their um, niches. Mm-hmm. Niches? I think you said I, that. I, I still podcast. never know. <laughs> I say niche. I, I, I say niche, but... I don't. I don't think it matters. I know. Yeah. It's um, so ours. What we, if you asked us like what sets you apart? Um, you mentioned Annie Claire's jewelry. So Annie has been um, designing jewelry since two thousand nine. So she Annie Claire Designs has been its own living brand um, since then. She started. She still has her AnnieClaireDesigns dot com. Well, we knew when we opened, we wanted that to be kind of a big focus for us. And if um, you can, you can kind of see this yeah, corner. Yeah, they're all and, really cute. Um, yeah. We made it kind of her like store. Within a store, so it's exclusive to here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes, most well, of her designs. She does wholesale to a few different, um, like Royal have, Standard, mm-hmm. and a few different accounts out of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of things are so it's exclusive. Um, but 
we want Annie Claire Designs to grow on its own, but we also want people that come here, and it's our number one seller. It's our number one product type. Um, When you look at the products in the whole year, like, and we break down, you know, what's sold the most and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of our customers, if you ask them, you know, what... So a lot of them explain, oh, that's the boutique with the tan-made jewelry. You know, it's okay. like a lot of people just have come to know that we make our own jewelry. And literally, a lady came in yesterday, and we didn't have – she saw on Instagram a Mardi Gras earring that Annie for Annie Claire's uh, carnival collection. And anyway, she – I said, we can make it right now. You know, and we made them because we were sold out of that particular style. But we could make it um, and took five minutes – or that a little is longer while she service. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Um, and, and that happens a lot. Like a lot of people, especially if I'm here, if I'm here and I'm working the floor and someone walks in and they're looking at the jewelry, I mean, it comes natural. I can talk about my jewelry and I always offer, like I can custom design anything. Like if you see a certain style, but you want a different color or a different chain or anything like that, I can switch it out. I can change the pendant, whatever. So I think customers are starting to realize that and they come in specifically for that. So, and, um, so I, I, I've been doing jewelry forever and it's kind of just been a side hustle, side passion, mm-hmm. just something that like, I literally, that's the box I take home, um, <laughs> at night. So I'll make samples at night at home. Cause honestly, I really don't have the time anymore in the store to do it. So I'll, I'll take it home when the kids are sleeping I'll make jewelry and make a bunch of samples and then I'll bring it up here and I'll teach the girls how to like just duplicate it. Mm-hmm. And they help me out a lot. Yeah. So our employees. Mm-hmm. And then um, plus size clothing is another kind of big differentiator for yes. us because um, uh, we call it extended sizes because we want to try to offer sizes extra small to, to 3X. Um, just the sizes, we call it um, sizes for all shapes and sizes. That's a lot of sizes. But <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, so. Clothing for all shapes. Yeah, clothing. Yeah. Um, so you can see like our entire, we just um, kind of made it. Uh, extended size wall, like really expanded even the the presence inside our store, um, because uh, we because that's find, lacking. Yeah, it is. it's a lot of a, a lot of women have um, a hard time finding um, cute boutique style clothing um, in their size. So we well, and um, they want to be we're really passionate dress about that. Nice and cute too. They don't want to wear the like mama floral print dress all the time like mm-hmm. that, that's their only option and so we find that our plus size customers our extended sizes like once they, they find out we have it they are repeat customers they are for sure. like our lo- like most loyal customers mm-hmm. so that's a differentiator and then we have our shoe bar shoes have been a big thing we just expanded on shoes this um this year and um our our parents built like every piece of furniture in this place so like our two counters our shoe bar our window wall our window wall everything it's very hands-on our dad can build it our mom can make it pretty um so our uh our mom and dad came in one weekend and we were like we want to create a shoe bar eventually we want like a neon sign that Mm -hmm. says shoe bar like looks like a bar sign um we have stools that pop under it that you can pull out sit try on your shoes um but we um we'll show you on yeah it's around the corner yeah yeah um we we found that a lot of customers were coming in i want to see your shoes and at the time we had we kept it really slim on shoes and very neutral you know mm-hmm. neutral shoes that kind of went with a lot of different things in our store but um now once we kind of heard that feedback we were like we need to adapt um we yeah. can really stand out if we expand our shoe selection and i was I, again i'm 
pretty nervous. I guess I need to really loosen up. But I was scared because <laughs> shoes are a whole different animal. Yeah. Um, and you tell me that, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Shoes, let's go. <laughs> and the next day, they'll be like a hundred boxes of new shoes, and I'm like, sister, oh my gosh. Um, but no, we we um, it's been a really good investment for us. And yeah. I was just like, I was scared because shoe packs are just really large. You get. You get 12 pairs of shoes, and you have a five and a half to an 11. Is that sometimes. how that works? It yes. comes, like, as a, as a, a spectrum? So okay. it kind of, and you usually get, like, two sevens, two eights, two nines, and, and, and if they come in half sizes. So you get, like, two of the most popular, at least for us. Some stores are ordering multiple packs of mm-hmm. shoes. For us, we're ordering one, um, and uh, which we like. We tell our customers that because we want to, you don't want everyone to be wearing that skirt or that well that you don't want like all this inventory that's not selling either exactly because then you're stuck with it and you have to put it all on sale exactly Mm -hmm. and I was scared for shoes because I was like that's a lot that 12 is a lot um it's a bigger investment um and I was just like, who who wears a five and a half? Like, we're going to have to find the two people in Port Island that wear a five and a half, you know, yeah. and um, get them to come buy these shoes. But it hasn't been that way. It's been, yeah. like, really good. And we sell out of our shoes before having to put them on sale, which is um, really good. That's our goal. So, <laughs> so I kind of talked about this with Meredith of Sweet Baton Rouge, but on the wholesale side. Yeah. So how do y'all dictate, like, how do you know how much inventory to buy? I feel like that's the most daunting part is, like, how many mediums or larges are this or that? color or there's mm-hmm. so many variables yes how do you is there like math involved with that or is it just uh, like you just kind yeah. of know yeah. there's there, we have a pretty intense budget we have a um, lot of spreadsheets but okay. <laughs> too many spreadsheets are our friends <laughs> um but our we have like a merchandising budget so um obviously we have the different seasons that are busier mm-hmm. so on busier months our inventory budget will be hot you know bigger and on like January and June and July, it's a little bit more slim. So we do have to try to stick to that budget. And we just got back from market and it's um, kind of a grueling process. You go through and you're looking at all these beautiful clothes and shoes and everything. You're picking you want everything. everything. You want everything. But realistically, you can't have it all. So you have to edit down and you have to cut down to what realistically we can carry. Like we don't need five mustard colored tops, maybe just one or two. Um, so editing down is a big thing, um, and really knowing our customer too to that yeah, point. Like, right. do, do you is there a bunch of math you know to figure mm-hmm. out what sizes? But like, we like have profiled thing. our customers um, too. They even have names. Um, but yeah. just to you know, our core at our core, our customer are our age. So it's like that In late twenties, early to mid to late thirties. Uh, maybe young children and stuff like that. So the styles of clothing that we're buying um, often fit that lifestyle. Um, we are we are our primary style. I would say is pretty casual, um, casual chic kind yeah. of. Um, uh, so we'll have a lot of a little bit flowier tops, you know, um, with jeans, um, high waist. A lot of jeans. staple pieces too, <laughs> yeah. like jeans, <clears throat> denim. We do really well with denim, um, and like shorts we're about to get a bunch of shorts in like denim shorts we have white black denim whatever um and as far as sizing we're not uh like certain brands will allow you to they call it open sizing uh, open they call it open sizing so pick your sizes which is awesome because like we know we're gonna we need more mediums than smalls Mm -hmm. We, we just do um our customers are more mediums so if we can get three mediums and two smalls 
and and we could say that yeah you know but then other brands are um the pre-packed, pack, pre-packed so okay. it's like two smalls two mediums two large or the worst is three smalls two mediums one large um yeah. i don't like brands like that that's an upside down um, triangle yeah i'm just like unless your brand runs big you know uh, because sometimes a small really looks like an extra small and and people come in and they're like oh, these small, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And it's, it's not, and small. it's frustrating to the customer too because they don't quite understand that like each brand is different, each brand runs different. Right, so, you like, have to try you, everything on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you try on a small, and they're like, "Gosh, it's too, it's too tight," or you know, and they don't want to go up a size. It's like it's not you, like it's it's actually the piece of clothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So small. So we've learned through you know four years, almost four years in business, and we've learned through that. Um, wait, we did make four. We're going yeah. on five. I'm like delirious um but uh, uh learned through that and learned which brands are like that and tried to um avoid those brands and get more of our um, yeah. you know better brands and they sell better and so we've learned a lot uh which brands we like and which brands sell and which brands we want to carry in our store that represent us mm-hmm. um so it's it's taken some time when we first opened we had a crop top situation <laughs> <laughs> we had too many crop tops and i was like sis like None of our friends are wearing crop tops now. Like, you know, like, we're past it. Like, when you think about it, when we first started, the only followers we had, or the only, I guess, customers, were our friends, family, mom. My, our mom was our very first customer. Order. Like, order online. online. So, like... Which is like, a big achievement She's problem. not going to buy the crop top. Right. You know? But, like, I guess... In my brain, it was a trend, and it, it was, was like we need it. We need to try it. Like and we it needed. was like we were trying to be too trendy, almost mm-hmm. like um, at the beginning, and that was a huge learning yeah. thing too. Yes, yeah, for so sure. Y- y'all like when you go to market, are you shopping like what y'all would wear, what you like, or is it kind of like you know it's, what your customer wants, or is it a little bit of both? It's kind of a little bit of both. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, because we went to Vegas, we usually go to Vegas for market. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it's called Magic Market Week, and they have it two times a year. Yeah, I think my friends just went to that because they own a a shop in Lake Charles. Yeah, Um, and they were telling me they went to Vegas for that. It sounds overwhelming. It is overwhelming, but it's the biggest trade show uh, as far for like um, women's apparel, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, so we went, and we had Annie has a great friend that lives like really close, so we're able. If you ever read the book Girl Boss, oh yeah, like she talks about couch couch surfing. Yeah, Um, like in in her first few years of like you just like crash on a couch and 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 make it an affordable trip for a small business you know and um it's actually a very affordable trip for us because my friend mary is amazing and she lets us stay at her house for free she tells us all the like local places to go and eat for cheap you know like we don't need to eat in the casinos because Mm -hmm. yeah they're overpriced and like everything is overpriced on the strip like oh yeah um so she she knows where to go and she always takes us to cool places we always see a really good show with her um so that's really we love Vegas. Yeah. And um, we're kind of getting to a point where we kind of know how to how to do How to attack market, I'll it's, say. Because it's, it's, it's an attack. How how many miles did we walk? Like Four and a half. In the convention center. Like, just yeah. walking. Annie had her watch. And I was like, take a picture. Like, what do we do? <laughs> um, but, uh, so we walk, like, we kind of split up. And we'll, like, pick out our own things. Take pictures. You take pictures throughout. And then at the end of the day, we compile our, like, notes and cut down. And it's like, okay, we don't need five and black dresses. Yeah, need... and it's interesting to see, like, we'll both pull things that we like. Like, so she'll, we'll kind of start on opposite ends of the booth. And she'll start on that side, I'll start on this side, and we kind of work our way together. And we, we just pull whatever we think, and then we put it on a rack, and you kind of look at everything, okay, no, no, no. And some things you're picking, I'm like, 
no. <laughs> Some things I pick, she's like, no. So, like, if we, if we, then that's a cut, you know, yeah. like, edit it down to, um, to be realistic mm-hmm. of what our customers And if it's at the end of the day, it's a lot of no's. Like, we're just delirious. It's over yeah. it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we've gotten a lot better, too. You talk about, like, how do we not kill each other oh, yeah. at the beginning of the show, but, um. We live, we like to live in our own little world Mm -hmm. inside our Sosa's brand, you know. So I don't really tiptoe into her world a whole lot unless we're at market. That's really the one time a year where I'll have a strong opinion of because I'm there and I'm picking things out. And I hope that I add at least just a second perspective there. But otherwise, otherwise Annie's doing all of our buying um, and merchandising of the store. Um, and, you know, you have to build those relationships with the brands, too. And so I'm constantly, like, emailing and calling them. Yeah. Like, hey, where's this style? Or, like, they'll say, hey, you have a style ready to ship. And it's, I have it in my budget for April, but it's February. And I'm like, I can't take it right now. Like, I have to try to stick to my budget. And sometimes they're like, well, it'll sell out. And, like, they, they just want you to buy it, like, quickly. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'll just take my chance. I'll wait on it for April and I'll call you back when I'm ready for Especially it. Especially when they're trying to ship us um, fur coats in July. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're, we're like, that. we're like, well, we just, we won't sell those till December. Like, yeah, realistically. So wait till October. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of um, working with some of the, like, the local bloggers like we're photographing like swimsuit stuff in January but it's because like the brand needs to approve yeah. it and we have to post it by whatever but like everywhere else it's hot or cold but here it's not and so it's like we're yeah. taking pictures of these un, like realistic sweater dresses in like August yes. and it's yeah. like everywhere else you might be able to do that but like we have to photograph it now because then they have to be able to post it Wow, but yeah. that's kind of the same yeah. debacle I feel like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's kind of a struggle Yeah. so going to market and stuff how do you do you ever find that you end up getting the same stuff that like another local boutique has? Does that is there it, an overlap? I mean, there is some cross. Uh, there is some overlap. Um, we really try hard um, to know what our competition is carrying and what brands they're carrying, so that maybe we don't. Especially like in our local area, mm-hmm. that's something from the very beginning. We were like, we want to offer something different, so people could shop at every boutique, right? You know, and Not they come to they us, come to everybody. us for this this brand or this style of clothing um, and they go somewhere else for something else so we try to be aware sometimes it happens and when it does happen we'll make note of it and say oh especially if it's a big brand on our floor like if we carry a lot lot of of it it. um, we're like ooh you know this boutique is carrying a lot of this certain brand we need to evaluate that like do we want to keep or or do we want to slim down at least our offering in that Mm -hmm. just because we do want to do something different but we also um, you have one of our Hold That Tiger shirts I love that shirt Yeah, and I got that because Leslie from Southern Flair like put it in her newsletter and I immediately clicked and I never buy stuff online like clothes wise ever Uh I'm so like grandma like I go to the store and I put it on and if it doesn't fit like I don't get it Uh but she had put it in her newsletter and I was like I like it so I clicked it and I bought it on my phone which I also never buy anything on my phone because I'm like I need my computer. Like uh-huh. I, we were I'm so, so bad. happy when we saw no. you wear. <laughs> I know. I was oh, pumped Jordan. about that. And I just wore it to a basketball game like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. I'm Thank obsessed you. with that shirt, Thank and you. I love. I think it's genius that y'all have like your branding on the back, like printed. Thank you. Yeah. So we started designing our own kind of t-shirt. Uh, well, we've we've always carried local t-shirt brands. Mm-hmm. So all and of our t-shirts, yeah. all of our t-shirts are from like Sweet Baton Rouge, um, Bingles uh, and Bandits. Bingles and Bandits. They uh-huh. call it their homegrown collection, um, where they do wholesale to us. Um, any other brand? Oh, and Elizabeth Chronicles. Um, so anyway, all of oh, our, yeah, I've been there. That's mm-hmm. a cute store. Mm-hmm. Super cute. We love 
it. Um, we actually just went there recently because um, we were in New Orleans. But anyway, very inspired. Uh, yeah, she has a good taste. But anyway, so we but we just wanted to create some game day teas that started off as game day teas in that like kind of more feminine fabric, that softer. Yeah, it's cuts. not like a regular t-shirt. It's mm-hmm. like a right trendy t-shirt. I yeah. don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Um, well, it's actually one of our basic brands that we carry in the store. So oh, you're we just have printing just on blanks. it? Mm-hmm. We it's have genius. blanks. And, um, a lo- our blanks come, uh, sell very well because a lot of women are like, oh, I, again, they just want I'm a in a plain white shirt from right. Old Navy. Right exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they wear with jeans them. and flats or whatever. Yes. So we, I mean, they, that brand we turn over so fast. So we were like, well, why not just print on them? That's They're, genius. You know, so... Um, we started with the game day, and then we also wanted to uh, tap into the local community, like the local schools, so mm-hmm. like the high schools. So, um, Burley High, Port Allen High, um, St. John. John, all the high schools. Like on this side. On the, um, in West Baton Rouge, we have kind of that feminine, again, feminine design shirt that says, like, go Eagles. Um, so you can wear it to any sporting event. Um, and those have been super successful, and it's brought in people that maybe um, – wouldn't have walked into our store initially. Right. Um, but it's like they see someone at a game with and that have shirt. And our logo on and, the back. Like, yeah. I'm going there. And so they're like, oh, that's so cute. It's it's better than a unisex, you know, crew neck tee. Again, I wear those and I love those. But, but it's good to have options. Just, yeah, yeah, just have options. So, um, and uh, we're working on a partnership with the schools right now to really work with the local principals um, to um, have some kind of give back way so that our t-shirts give back to the school. Um, we're working on that plan. Yeah, that's, that's our 2019 goal. Um, but to your point, maybe this will push us <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> no, I think that's so smart. It. And like that, that's I'm realizing that I definitely fall in your demographic and style of like <laughs> would shop here, which why, is why I'm excited to be here. Um, but that day, I had to photograph the LSU game, and it's always so hard for me to find something comfortable mm. to wear because I'm carrying everything. I'm sweating yeah. my butt off. Mm-hmm. Like can't so really hot. look cute. And that was a really fun compromise it's like a yeah. t-shirt and it's got a cute print on it but it's like a t-shirt so I can like just wear it and photograph mm-hmm. and, and like in my knee pads and yeah. on yeah. the field but and that was such a fun little 70s um lettering that y'all have on there so I, I like that whole idea and that's genius too for like the logo being on the back and thinking of people at games like that's some smart marketing somebody s- screenshot or took a picture in Death Valley with who sent that to you? I don't remember and they texted it to her they a were picture like, of so a girl wearing our sh- a random girl with our logo, they t- is her back. I thought that was so cool. That's yeah, literally the most genius thing. Because if it's a sporting event T-shirt, then there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. perfect. So tell me more about marketing stuff. So how have you found? Because if you have a brick, well, if stuff is online, it's one thing. But like having a brick and mortar, how do you get people to like come to the store? Like, mm-hmm. what is your marketing? Like? Yeah, so there's yeah two aspects of marketing because you want people to order online, but you also want them to step into the store as well. So I mean, you're kind of yeah, yeah. So I mean, social media is. Of course, our driver, Instagram is our, well, Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram, I feel like people get inspired and maybe don't actually make a purchase um, on Instagram, even though we're tagging all of our But they're consuming a lot. They're consuming a lot, yes. Whereas Facebook, I feel like people are making more purchases, or at least our audience. Because you have that link Mm -hmm. option. (laughs) Yeah, people are um, doing a little bit more of that. Uh, But we, um, I mean, we have a, I would say a pretty good marketing plan Mm -hmm. um for the year we map it out we have a retreat every uh january January, and that consists of annie and i only we retreat 
by ourselves. Together. Oh, so it's a retreat <laughs> of just the owner. Yeah. We're like, one day owner. we'll have a big old team, hopefully, and um, be able to share our vision and Owners our mission. only. Yeah. Um, but we, we basically create our whole year's marketing plan there. And we decide, or at least propose, like, any um, promotions we might be running throughout the year, um, different focus areas. How many videos do we want to create this year? How many lookbooks, which is, a, like, our digital magazine? Mm-hmm. How many lookbooks do we want to shoot this year? What is going to be kind of the focus of them is it going to be Mardi Gras which we just did Mardi Gras teas and kind of that whole festival season Mm -hmm. um and then spring fall um so we try to plan that out and then um just like day to day we use do use email marketing a lot Mm -hmm. yeah I have really um uh, segmented list I hope um, because I realized that no one wants to get emails that don't apply to them or anything like that everyone and you can easily offend people's inboxes you know um, so I we, we have our Port Island list where we email about local events coming because that realistically those are the people that are going to come to an art and wine walk that we're planning in April mm-hmm. or, or um, Saturday mimosas um, you know more in store traffic and, and then when we release new arrivals we want you to know about it you know that you could shop online and stuff so um, uh, our, coming up with like tangible goals has been huge for me, um, especially this year. I've really tried to move the marketing plan into actionable to-dos like inside my planner. So like one of my to-dos at the beginning of this month was put all February mar- like all February goals into your planner, like put dates on them and say like you're going to launch this Lila's box video on this date and like hold yourself accountable because one thing about being in business you know just with your sister one we are forgiving of each other and sometimes I have to tell her like you need to push me like make me do this you know because you don't have that person just like mm-hmm. you have no boss because you yeah, are the boss right right. <laughs> right so you could easily say oh I'll do that next week because we've been really busy and that's a good excuse hopefully like if we're really busy that's great but um I also don't want to um you know, ever slack off, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it is competitive and you just constantly just have to be a part of the conversation. And you say this all the time, but whatever we put into this business, we, we get, get out. Like every time we send a email blast, every time we put focus into a certain promotion or whatever, we see the results. Like we know when you work hard, it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a difference between us. Like she is a very um, OCD and has her planner and I have a planner. But sometimes I'll write things down and then I just forget about it. And I'm more of a creative brain, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm visual. You know, I like making things and I like making the store look pretty and things like that. So I'm more, I guess, more hands-on than, you know, like making things happen on, on our end, which is why I think we work really well together. Right? Which is why I think it's funny that you do more of, like, the business operational stuff and right. she yeah, does I know. social media. I know, it's it is true. true. It's, it's crazy. They could be the other way around. No. That's so funny. And, and she definitely does a lot more of that. And all that the is, financial, QuickBooks and all of that, which I hate QuickBooks, by the way. It's pain in my... But, but we hate it. It's a love-hate relationship. We know we need it, it and we yeah. we appreciate every all the information it gives us. And But again, it's just, it's just like an extra step and that's not what a creative brain like her really wants to do right yeah. but but it has do, to be done yeah. and but I actually kind of sometimes enjoy the like financial aspect of things like okay we did this with this you know and like every month at the end or the, the next month to so the uh, previous month that I have to pay our sales taxes so I have to you know okay, we have to look at what were our sales for the month did we meet our goals did we exceed our goals because we do have monthly financial goals mm-hmm. and um so it's exciting to see when you exceed those goals too, and mm-hmm. especially when they—it's like by a landslide. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So, 
I hate all of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and since it would be nice to have another person around to help do it, but mm-hmm. I have to do that to too. Do that. And it's harder with service-based stuff sometimes, but um, not my forte at yeah. all. Um, so I want to hear about how you named your business. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went, okay, again, my OCD, we created a survey at first to survey our friends ah, on yeah. many different name options. That we, we really struggled with the name at first. Yeah. Because nothing just felt right. right. Like, we didn't just say something and it was perfect or whatever. Um, what were we some of really the names? Elon. Elon, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Envie. We're Cajun French, like mm-hmm. we played with a lot of different things, but and people just were like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, and I mean those could be good names for something else maybe yeah. ever in the future. But one night so you we were, were at my house yeah, and drinking wine, hanging out, just um, and we call each other sis. Um, we always have. It's like, hey sis, what you doing? And um, anyway, so and we say so a lot, and yeah. it just kind of came go, out, sis. I, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. What about so sis? Like Southern Sisters. You know how Southern California is SoCal? I was yeah. like, so sis, Southern Sisters. We're sisters. We call each other sis. We say so sis a lot. Like Yeah. And it just kinda And and we clicked. went we kinda took and it, it just felt right yeah. for us. It has a really good little like bounce to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thank you. It's funny, my brother we grew up in Arizona, but my family's in the Lake Charles area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so we moved back there when I started high school. But uh, my brother has still to this day, he's like in college, he calls me sissy. Mm-hmm. And like it's just I don't know if he's ever called me Jordan and if mm-hmm. he has it would be so weird I would probably not respond. Yeah. But it's kind of the same yeah, yeah like just I call him Morgan, but we're named backward. Um, but he calls me sissy, <laughs> and everyone else thinks it's so weird, like because he's like a grown man calling me sissy. It. But I that's love just that. how yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, and uh, you would appreciate this as a graphic designer too. Um, our, rich, our original logo had a lowercase s, right, right? And we had like a thread running through the s, and so a lot of people had trouble reading it. Um, mm. It was like so, uh, like the thread that went through the eye. I think looked like, it look a, like tea. a tea, right? So oh. people were like so, like what? what right. You know, so what? we when we opened the storefront first, like we learned a lot with our logo is a is a, a thin script. Uh-huh. So in putting it on a building, yeah. is really hard to read from the road. We're not super close to the highway, so we had to evolve. Like we had to just create something just simple um blocky Mm -hmm. so that you could see it from the road but anyway we also evolved our logo to capitalize that s to hopefully show and to remove the um, needle and thread from the eye so to show um two words like so sis kind of um so we hope that that helped yeah well i saw it from the road because i had my gps thing on or whatever but like i looked over and i was like oh did it take you here? Yeah, it was taking me there um, for the most part, but then I looked over and I was like, oh, I can see it from the road. So, yeah, yeah. no, but what other ways has your brand evolved? Because that's always, like, a really fun – I like am nerdy about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like to know how, like, you thought things were or, like, your colors or your logo or whatever and how they changed over time and why. Yeah, um, I mean – our, lo- our logo was the first thing that evolved right when we opened the store. And we knew from the beginning, we were like, we got to evolve it a little bit. Because even when we were printing on t-shirts, it didn't, um, it didn't show up as strongly as we wanted it to. Um, turquoise has always kind of been our color. Yeah. Um, and uh, at first we had like, I think this grading or something on the website. So a lot of things the were designed. Yeah. A lot of things were designed digital focused. Mm-hmm. And then we had to kind of say, okay, what's our 
what Pantone turquoise you know yeah. like what is our color that we could print on and print on bags and uh, do we want it to be um, a shiny gold or do we you know what do we mm-hmm. want that to be our website evolved for sure we started in WordPress now we're in Shopify um, um, I love Shopify. I can't recommend it enough for e-commerce based businesses. Um, uh, it just fit well for us and it offers a point of sale system that syncs up. So everything is synced. So when mm-hmm. we sell that top online, it's off of uh, Shopify online, of course, but then we sell it in the store, it's off online too. Oh, so everything is like syncing. Um, which is huge. Yeah. Because before when we were in WordPress, when we do pop-up shops, we would have to manually go that's right, and have to do inventory <laughs> and it's a <laughs> and then sometimes you sell things, and it's like, ah, oh, we don't have it. Yeah, yeah. and we were, I don't sell a whole lot, but I that has been a big issue. Was yeah, like, it's a major issue. Oh, I have like twenty hats online, and then I go to an art show, and then I sell like fifteen, and then I forget to go back and change it. So what if someone? No one ever does. But what if someone wanted to go buy twenty of those hats, and it says that they're there and they're not? Uh-huh. And then so I actually sure. need to go manually fix that like today um but no and so I always wonder how that works and and I'm like you must just have to have this giant team to help you but Shopify Shopify is is amazing and everything is on our phone too Mm -hmm. so in a pinch if like we met at a coffee shop and you wanted to purchase our earrings or whatever we could do the process all through our phone and we get alerts when we're away from the store um, uh, when things are selling and, and honestly like we text some of our best customers thank you so much for coming in I'm sorry to mi- have missed you yeah, or something like that because we're immediately it's a alerted whole system. yeah mm-hmm. um, that's so very awesome. cool my boyfriend recently decided like last week that he wanted to start investing in stocks so and he we were looking and he's like Shopify's on the come up I don't know if I should invest in it but Shopify's booming and yes. I was like <laughs> he should. that's an not that we are <laughs> no but I just thought that was funny because he did say we that like it. on the the graph or whatever it was like booming and I was like well you know I hear good things about Shopify I've never used it it's yeah. it's been a good fit for us yeah so. yeah no that's funny um and so as far as like local people in the store so you said you go to the market for a lot of stuff but you you have local designers and stuff as well in the store yes so our t-shirts like we mentioned Mm -hmm. um so we have a few other local jewelry uh designers like cat noel designs out of baton rouge um we have kismet cosmetics um, oh yeah uh, out of new orleans Orleans, yeah yeah a lot of our all of our art in our store that just decorates our store Mm -hmm. is are by louisiana artists um Leah Moros and um, Danielle Spath, Bliss. Um, so they're all there, and when they sell, 100% goes to the artist. Um, we just um, we take a small fee just for to the cover, credit card, you know, cover yeah. if they pay with a card or whatever. But like we we want the artist because I mean it's decorating our store, mm-hmm. so we're looking at it as like they're letting us, you know, have this base painting here for a while, and we've sold a lot of Leah's um, stuff. Yeah, this is her those right are beautiful. There. Um, and Samantha Morgan, we have like some hand painted um, coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Bynum with hand painted wine glasses. Wine glasses yeah. um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to look around and see, but that's a that's important to us, um, and it definitely um, isn't even more important during the holiday season because mm-hmm. a lot of our local uh, vendors have gift type items you know so we try to really go local and i've noticed like uh, a lot of people coming in in the holidays are that are wanting to buy gifts they want something locally made in Mm -hmm. louisiana because it's different Mm -hmm. or yeah and um, a lot of times like they're giving gifts to people out of state or whatever they're bringing it to their you know son at college whatever daughter and it's like they want that they want that oyster glass because it's from Louisiana. It's made in Louisiana. So it's really cool to offer that. That's what I was curious about. Like, do you see that there's a jump in numbers with locally 
the stuff that you sell in your store that's local versus what you get that's not or is it just kind of definitely during the holiday season Mm -hmm. um there's there's a jump in numbers for uh the local love and I think that it helps um because we all are passionate about the local brands that we do carry so there's a story there and I think Mm -hmm. anytime you can talk to a customer um, about oh that uh, sweet Baton Rouge is based in Baton Rouge Meredith's owner we love her her designs are really cool this is what's cool about her shirts and so you have some you're, you're talking about it to the customer mm-hmm. and the customer um, they appreciate appreciates it. that and, and I think that affects their their purchases you know so so I want to talk about your your Lilas box mm. and tell me does it I assume that means love you like a sister okay <laughs> did you ever use well, that in like notes yeah but when you friend? gave me the Wi-Fi password I was like this sounds now everyone's gonna know your Wi-Fi password sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I was like, I think that at first I was like, this is someone's name, and I was like, oh, I think that's like, like aim, like yeah, like yeah. MySpace bulletin, like, yeah, like exactly. Lila's. No, but tell Lila's. me about your boxes. Okay, well, Lila stands, love you like a sister, and um, it back in the day, and when I was in high school, we would write notes to each other, so you didn't have cell phones or anything mm. like that. It wasn't text messaging or so whatever. We uh, would write notes to our friends, and on the front of the note, you would wrap it up and. Lilas, like L-Y-L-A-S, and it means love you like a sister. So it's just like your girlfriends or whatever. Um, so anyway, we've always done that. And whenever we first started out online, um, I guess a way that we wanted to reach more customers, try, just trying to like get get people on our website and things like that, is like offering a subscription box where they can try on clothes. Basically, it's a try on box. So. Um, but I'm styling it for you. So you give me some information about you, what your sizes are, um, what kind of style you like to wear, just anything and everything that you can think of that would help me style a box for you. So it started out as just that, sort of like Stitch Fix, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. And um, we had about 15 or 16, at one point I think like 20 subscribers. Um, and at the beginning, that's kind of a lot, especially when, you know... It, well, it, and at the beginning, the goal of it, too, was, like, um, we could predict that income. Right. So, like, you know, when you're looking at all the ways, pop-up shops and all that stuff, you had Lila's Box as a line item. And it was like, okay, we could predict about this much a month, you know, of income from there. So it was really important when we were online only. But then we opened the store, and we started having to, you know, pull things off the floor to mail in a box that were gone for seven days. Then maybe they shipped it back, and the inventory was had to be marked off online, mm. had to be marked back on online. Again, we kind of got into a bunch of different hiccups that only we would have realized with the storefront of taking inventory. And then you miss out on the foot traffic in the store. Because they may have bought that that yes, day, exactly. but you're holding it, yeah. Exactly. So we were like, we need to evolve. Like, we need to change what the Lilas box is. Um, yeah. So in 2018, like the end of the year, we kind of, we sent all of our subscribers letters saying, like, we have a big, big plans for the Lilas box, but, and we'll, you'll be the first to know. But like, for now, we're kind of changing what it is so you're not going to be receiving your Lila's box anymore but please stay tuned for what it's going to be so we call it Lila's box 2.0 that we just Ooh. launched in February um, and uh, it's basically the concept is um, you purchase a box so, so we have four different it's a quarterly box not a monthly anymore mm-hmm. and uh, spring uh, summer fall winter and you purchase the March or spring box um, and the concept is we will style it based on like our Sosa style um, Annie Claire designs is always going to be featured in it and it's going to be like an exclusive piece for the Lila's box um, subscribers and so she's going to be creating something special for them and then we'll have like one clothing type item and then 
something else. Um, and Depending on the season. So, mm-hmm. like, for the spring box, we may do a pair of sunglasses, um, you know, or for the summer box, we might do a beach cover-up, um, things like that. So, but we're trying to put items in the box that everyone will love. Okay. If um, they love Sosa style, they'll love what's in the Lyle's box. That's kind of our concept. And the biggest point is that it's like it's $50 for the box but the value of it is $100 like, or, or, or more sometimes yeah. Um, yeah so the goal the thing there is one we want to get um customers to realize they can shop online with us that's a big barrier like when you have a storefront people just assume like oh can I shop your Instagram yeah absolutely comment as much as you want like but you could also like shop online on our website you know so that's kind of a big thing we're trying so that brings people to purchase the Lala's box online and then it's like, oh, and they ship. And so it's kind of educating and marketing in a way to um, our customers so that maybe now, oh, well, I can just buy that T-shirt online and mm-hmm. it'll ship right to me. And so if I, because a lot of people are like, I just got to get in there. I just got to get in there, you know, or like I need to, I need to come over. I'm like, oh, we're online too, you know, so if, but I get it. People want to try on. And again, the wireless box fits that too, you know, so. Yeah, so we're excited about the new concept of the Lila's box. I'm actually really excited because next week I'm going to be, um, our cutoff date for the spring one is February 28th. So as soon as we get all of the orders in from the um, from from the Lila's box purchases, I'll be able to then merchandise that box, knowing what sizes I need to order and things like that. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. That's That's the kind of stuff that I get excited about. You know? It's really creative for a storefront boutique to offer that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. Again, you have to you set yourself apart. Yeah, and it sounds, I mean, you hear about subscription boxes for online businesses, and they work too, but this is an interesting take on doing mm-hmm. it in store, which I think yeah, is cool. Yeah, and what we learned with the original Lilas box was that I'm not always going to get it hit the nail on the head like mm-hmm. with the customer. Like, it's not always going to fit them. It's not going to fit their personality or whatever. And... I, sometimes I would get my feelings hurt if they were sending something back. And it's like, well, why didn't they like it? But I had to I have to remember, like, it's I'm not going to please everyone. And well, that and you're probably I don't want to sound like blunt, but you're probably not getting paid enough to really be personally styling right. all these people right. with that attention to detail. You're probably Absolutely. wanting to give. I mean, it's I probably not was, worth your time to it do it a, that hardcore. It's very time consuming. Yeah, very, not, very. And, and we kept on trying to create processes. Again, to make it easier. Like, it was, as a step-by-step step to, to relieve some of that work. But it was just, I was like, mm-hmm. sis, we are spending too much time. And we're missing out on opportunities because we're taking inventory off. And then putting and it back. And shipping, then paying for the shipping, because it's a 7 or $8 shipping mm-hmm. box. I mean, so paying for that to ship there and back, if they don't keep it all, then it just wasn't smart, smart. for us. Yeah. So. We hope that this will be our first month to do it and our first full year of, you know, and we're committed to doing it all year and then we'll evaluate from there and see kind of if it works. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been asking everybody what their three tips of advice would be to give to anyone who might be wanting to pursue something similar, like opening their own store or just getting their passion project off the ground, if y'all have any. Okay. One thing um, that I think we kind of, when we first started, it was like, just start Mm -hmm. just start small like you don't have to like start off with a boutique like you can start small in your extra bedroom or in your garage and um so starting small and and I I would say like don't be afraid to ask for what you want slash really need um yeah because you know in that point of negotiating our lease and negotiating you know 
all people can tell you is no. Um, so, and, and it, when it's coming from a sincere place with a lot of research behind it of like, we really, this is what we need to make this make sense for us. Don't feel like you're at the, you have to bend to what other people are doing or how other people do it, you know, do it your own way and don't be afraid to ask, you know, for what you want. Yeah. What's our third? Um, have, have a niche. So, mm-hmm. There's competition in every uh, type of business. I mean, and so set yourself apart. Know who you are. Stay true and to be, that. And be who you are. Let to, you know, again, we're, we talk about competition a lot because there is a lot in this boutique world. But we, you know, we try to, you know, talk on Instagram stories and be real. And we aren't always made up and whatever. Yeah. But it's it's so it's awkward. who we are, you know. And, and we try. We're very corny and cheesy, too. Like, we do Facebook <laughs> Live videos. We're doing one today. And, and we're like, like, one of them, we. Our kids know? are going to be in it. Like, we're like, I have to pick up. I have, I have to, to pick up Charlie. And she's going to be here this one-year-old who isn't walking and is going to crawl all around while we're Facebook living yeah it's gonna gonna do it yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean one time we opened the video with it with that kiki dance oh like so we're pretty cheesy (laughs) hey (laughs) I mean it's who we are and like yeah that's so stay true to who you are don't like think that you need to become certain way to comparison is evil yeah yeah I agree yeah I think that was really eloquent (laughs) Y'all had lots of really good tips for everything, and I didn't have to talk that much, which is really Sorry, awesome. No, 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 that's the point. That's always the point. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking too much, and I, I feel bad for the person I'm interviewing because they don't get to say much, but that was perfect. Y'all obviously have it. a synergy together. Um, if I did anything with my brother or any member of my family, I think I'd kill them. So <laughs> this is really special that y'all have this going on. Thank you, Jordan. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And where can everyone find y'all slash shop you? Yeah. Everything. Um, so our website, shopsosis.com, has links to everything, um, everything of where to find us. But we're shopsosis on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. So shopsosis.com. Okay. Yeah. And your address. Oh, yeah. 3857 Louisiana Highway 1 South, Sweet E. Port Allen, Louisiana, seven zero seven six seven. We're next door to the CC's Coffee House, um, and at first, when we first opened, the Google Maps didn't quite know where we were, and mm-hmm. so we worked would, on it. It sent us; it would send people into Port Allen the other opposite direction. Oh. So, but I think we're good now. Mm-hmm. And um, Waze found it. Oh, awesome. that's what I used to get here. So, and like I said, your newly branded black lettering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> enticed me from the highway um well cool well thank you so much for chatting with me awesome thanks so much jordan hey y'all just popping in to give a big thanks to you for tuning into this episode of do what you want radio as always if you are enjoying what you're listening to make sure you subscribe rate and review on itunes and follow if you're on spotify I am super active on my Instagram account at Jordan Heffler if you're interested in keeping up with me there. And I also have a weekly email newsletter that you can subscribe to at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Every Thursday, I send out a tip of the week along with promotional information about my Do What You Want workshop series, online e-courses that help you learn to create authentically branded content that leverage growth on your social media platforms all by yourself. I also have Lightroom presets, merchandise, and just general information about my life and photography business in these email newsletters. Y'all are so awesome for listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep doing what you want. (laughs) Did that sound too fake?